Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Saturday, August the 18th. We are live at LibraryCon 2018. Make some noise. Let the folks at home know that you're here. For the the folks at home who don't realize, this is a tiny room and there's only nine people in it, so (laughs) they sounded sounded like a full auditorium. (laughs) Like, I know that was awesome. (laughs) We should just use that. We're at the O2 in London. Listen to this crowd. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You guys just made it. You're going to always be the opening segment from the show for now, or at least that segment will be cut out. (laughs) We should. I'm not lying. Yeah. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar with Pop Goes Culture Podcast, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We are just a few guys from the Midwest talking pop culture news, telling stories, taking your comments. You all, there's a wireless. See him? He's got the wireless microphone, so when you need something, you feel like jumping in and saying something about whatever we're talking about, you just kind of... Do this or this or whatever, and I'll come a running. Get his attention. He'll he'll, he'll come walking. I'll come walking carefully. We yeah. don't want to trip and fall. Joey makes a script, but we go off it a lot. So yeah, at any absolutely. point, just if you want to comment on what we're saying, please do. At so. any point you want to talk, you jump in because this is as much your show as it is ours. So, how's it been? What have you seen out here today that you've been excited about? Uh, probably the, uh, what's his name from, uh... I guess we should introduce ourselves, shouldn't we? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that would help. We're just jumping right in it. That's fine, go ahead. As always, I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills with GeekDad.com and... Kenny with Freedom Hydrographics. And Odin with Stuff and Things. Odin with Stuff. He's always Stuff and Things. (laughs) And Things. And we're going to keep this PG-13 today, guys. Yes, we are. (laughs) Because it's daytime. I know. All right, so you were saying you saw the guy that dressed as Val-El from Krypton. That's pretty cool for something that's kind of newer out right now, you know, stuff. So, of course, you see all the... There's a lot of I don't know, and I think a lot of original costumes, which was kind of cool. So uh-huh. it's been pretty neat. What was the feathered black thing with the skull? Does anybody did anybody see that? Does anybody know what it is? What is it? No idea what it is. Nobody else knows what it is. No. Okay, <laughs> yeah. The, the just half mask thing? No, not the not the not the plague mask. No, there's a, somebody no. walking around with a. Is that what it is? A Wendigo? Huh. We're going to say that's what it was. Somebody had a window. Okay. It was cool. really good. Yeah. Especially when she went to the bathroom and got a drink, and I realized that, oh, that's, she's about I thought that it tall. was a <laughs> six foot something man. It was a, like a five foot four girl. I was like, that's pretty impressive. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. Grew up on st- I don't know, not stilts, whatever. Kind of like those cans that, you know, how, you know how we all had when we were younger? The, okay. Not you all. <laughs> those of us that are old had the cans that you stood on. You had the string ran through them, and you could kind of walk on. Because she was clomping as she walked past yeah. us earlier in the hall. I just thought, like, the feet were made out of, like, wood or something. And that's why that's she what was, it was being more careful. I didn't realize that she was a little trying to be a foot and a half taller. So I'm a little yeah. It's a cool costume, there. though. I dug it. It was yeah, awesome. She, yeah. she was showing oh, everywhere. That's pretty funny. What, what have you seen that you've enjoyed today? Um, I really like uh, the little Lord of the Rings section those they guys, have on it. Yeah. That's that's pretty awesome. I gotta say, yeah. We've had our experiences with those guys in the past. <laughs> you're you're nothing to even stepped on by a Hobbit in the dark. What? <laughs> <laughs> Planet Comic Con 2017. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyhow, I haven't got my revenge from them yet. Uh, let's see. So it's still time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, let's see. We are going to jump into a few headlines. This is kind of what we do. We talk some headlines from pop culture and entertainment. And so if you have a thought on any of these, wave at Skinny over yeah, flag there. Flag me down. He's the, he's the skinny guy. 
Uh, first up, word is that Tom Cruise is being courted for the role of Hal Jordan in DC and Warner Brothers Green Lantern Corps. Oh, let me get no. through it before you start booing. In the Green Lantern Corps movie, according to the reports, the biggest thing holding up the deal is that Warner Brothers wants this deal. No, <laughs> well. Warner Brothers wants this to be a one and done. They want Tom Cruise's character to be killed off at the end of the way movie oh. and the ring to go to somebody. Yeah, I know. Don't give me that look. It's not my decision. <laughs> wow, we got a hostile crowd in here. <laughs> somebody open that door just in case we got to make a beat a quick retreat. I'm so sorry. I'm sure she wasn't like this before she married my dad. That's all right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the uh, Tom Cruise is going to play – was is – being courted to play Hal Jordan. They want to kill Hal Jordan at the end of the movie and have the ring go to someone else. And he says, no, if I'm going to do this, I want that DC money for a good long time. Don't kill me off at the end of the movie. Just yeah. don't have So fun. now we can go oh, to the crowd. Now we go to the crowd. Oh, God. <laughs> so can we get a real actor, please? Well, Tom Cruise is an actor. Tom Cruise actor. is Tom Cruise. Yeah. No, it'll and, be Tom and Cruise. And I want yeah. Hal Jordan. I don't want Tom Cruise. And I don't want him dead at the end of the movie because he's Hal Jordan. You know, if he's dead at the end of the movie, he just gets a black ring and he's back in the sequel. Spoilers. <laughs> Potentially. I don't Potential. know. It could be spoilers. The black ring was terrible too, though. <laughs> yeah, not the best storyline either. I know. All right. So you do want a Green Lantern movie, yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I've seen one yes and a whole lot of... Mm, well, if they're going to do this, why not? There's a lot of younger guy actors that would love a shot at being in a movie that's just as talented and why not put them in there since because he's going to die anyway. Because if you get Army Hammer, he doesn't bring in the kind of money opening weekend that Tom Cruise does. Does he? I mean, <laughs> would he bring in as much money as, say, a Mission Impossible that well, that's what they're going associated with. him with. Funny you should bring that up because they are looking to get Christopher McQuarrie, who directed Tom Cruise in Jack Reacher in the last two Mission Impossible movies, to direct the film as well. So I, I think that <laughs> might answer your question a little bit. Is that yeah, they're they're looking to uh, recreate that Mission Impossible magic, which might just be Mission Impossible. <laughs> I don't know, I'm all for supporting all these movies that come out, but I don't know if I can sit through a Tom Cruise Green Lantern movie, but we'll see. Yeah. Did you sit through a Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie? I did, but I didn't know what I was going to <laughs> You, you yeah. know what you're getting into. It's not like everybody's seen it for years and be like, oh, dude, no, don't go well, see Nobody's that. seen a Tom Cruise Green Lantern movie either. It can't be any worse than that. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah. All right, we're at the library, so this makes sense to bring it up here. Anybody here fans of Twilight? She is <laughs> the one brave person to raise her hands. Did you know in the movies, you know, they moved into a house in, was it Washington in the books, in the movies? They moved in. She's with her. What's Apparently her there's two fans. Yeah. No, she, she wouldn't raise her hand, but she's over here going, yep, they sure did. So you read the books once and you've seen two of the movies. Well, the house that they use for the Swan family is up for sale now. This four-bedroom, two-bathroom house. Yeah, just have a seat next to her. Go ahead. The four-bedroom, two-bathroom house at 1846th Street in St. Helens, Oregon is listed for only $349,900. The current owners have kept the house the exact same after the studio's production team made changes to the house for the movie. So if you want to buy the Twilight House, you can buy the Twilight House. I don't see any takers. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nope. I think they probably could have got that money 
like if they put it on the market around the second like movie five or years something. ago yeah. yeah just something like that but that time has come and gone no one cares well I'm sorry you two those two do <laughs> no, all three of you all four of you don't pretend <laughs> <laughs> don't act like y'all are proximity I'm sorry <laughs> Uh, I despise Twilight with a burning passion. There we go. All righty. Uh, speaking of despising, man, I picked a down way to start the show. Uh, <laughs> Simon Cowell's getting his very own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Any Simon Cowell fans in the room? Again, nobody, no, nobody. Man, who put this script together? Uh, the reality TV judge will get his star at a ceremony on Wednesday, August 22nd. You going to make it out for that? Probably not. All right. Uh, like Two all, days late. Yeah. Like all decisions in Hollywood, this one's based on one thing. Money. There's somebody willing to pay for it. Hey, Simon uh, Cowell's made a crap ton of money. Yeah, he has. Being a producer for the mu- different music and stuff like that. He's been doing it for a long time. Oh, so yeah. He deserves it. The Walk of Fame is maintained and benefits the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. So he's somebody in his behalf is cutting a check to the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, and he's getting a star. What do you think about that? Does he deserve a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame with the stars of yesteryear? And well, they've been giving it to just anybody since the past few years, so why not? Yeah. I mean, it, at least he's not getting one next to somebody, you know, like they're not doubling up because they've got so many now. <laughs> no, he's not having to share. Yeah. He doesn't get his own star. That's true. Yeah, so, I don't know. All right. Anybody here watch the uh, Marvel shows over on Netflix and Hulu? Anybody? Yeah, I've seen a few hands and some nodding up and down. This week, Hulu announced that the second season of Marvel's Runaways will premiere before the year's out on Friday, December 21st, just in time for Christmas break if you're in school. Meanwhile, Netflix has released a new trailer for Iron Fist Season 2, which premieres on Friday, September the 7th. I see a couple of yes moves over here in this corner here. (laughs) The worst shot in this trailer is... Orders of magnitude better than the best shot in Iron Fist season one. <laughs> I still love season one. I know you do. Quit bad mouthing it. But season two is looking good. It's coming this way. You guys are looking forward to season two of Iron Fist. Oh, you're just. <laughs> that, I guess I think it's a Black Panther thing, and not like the movie Black Panther. So <laughs> that's not Iron Fist, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. You can. Hey, you can. Whatever. We don't, we don't judge. We'll take excitement for anything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anything. While we're talking television, have you all heard that they're making a new version, a reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Has anybody heard that? Oh, she hasn't heard it. <laughs> I think there might have been some profanities uttered underneath her breath on that one. Yes, they're making a new Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV series. The original production team is involved. Joss Whedon is leading the pack on that. The characters, if you don't know, if you're not comic book fans, I don't know why you're here today if you're not, but if you're not comic book fans, uh, the characters have lived on after the, C- the TV series was canceled uh, for more than 15 years ago. Uh, in it's a set of comic book series, they've done like additional seasons. I think they're on season 12 now. Uh, season 12, issue number four, which comes out this September, is the last one because the folks over at Fox have said, if we're going to put money into rebooting the TV series, we're not going to print comic books anymore. So they have yanked the license from Dark Horse Comics. Really? Huh. So no more Buffy comic books because they, huh. they don't want that competition out there. I know they're not competing directly like on television, but they don't want that out there. 
I tell you. <laughs> Again, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I mean, does the, do the comic books do good financially? Yeah, they're, they're doing... Yeah, they're doing fine, but they don't want the competing image of two different versions of the character or two different versions of the show out there. Well, they Sad were cool news. with an angel spinoff, and yeah, but they don't want the they don't want because that because different from the same universe, different character. If they had an angel on both shows, then they would have not done that. But the bigger news is. What happened? Facts alive? No, <laughs> that is big news. But the bigger news is what also quietly happened when they yanked the Buffy property from Dark Horse. Which was? They also yanked Firefly. So they're potentially mm-hmm. going to do another, do some more Firefly. Maybe they. If they don't make a lot of people happy. Yeah, people make a lot of folks happy. Yeah, they don't. They don't want Buffy out there because they're making a TV show. But at the same time, they yanked Firefly. And while they've not announced anything, it's kind of interesting. Makes you wonder what they're thinking over there. I guess so. I've never watched the movie, but I, or the series, I mean, but I know. Like, so I have a question. Uh-huh. How, where do they get their ideas for these decisions? Because DC has been putting out comics the whole way along. How many different versions of Superman have been out as DC has been putting out comics yep. the whole way along? And they've done very well with both properties. Absolutely. And and it's fun when you have one supporting the other, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I think because we're talking about Fox, who's not in the world of comics, they don't understand that the, there's a benefit or that, you know, maybe one, one property doesn't necessarily speak to the group, but this other one does. So, yeah. They, for whatever reason, have decided that uh, they don't want that competition. They don't... I think they think... And again, I'm jumping into the heads of somebody who's way above my pay grade. <laughs> I think they're thinking that there's already they're already going to have a hard enough time selling this that they don't need that constant reminder on comic book shelves of what Buffy <laughs> should be, maybe or was or used to be. So, well, it's I, just like a lot of people here like the Netflix uh-huh. Marvel stuff. I can't sit through it because they made some very bad production choices in my PG-13 or less world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I love the comics still. Yep. So Marvel's still making plenty of money off and of me. And those aren't always, yeah, the Daredevil you see on Netflix isn't always the Daredevil you read about in the book. So, yep. I think, again, it comes back to somebody who isn't a comic publisher. They're just making that money off the license, uh, not understanding how this can be beneficial. But I don't know. Again, jumping into the head of somebody well above my pay grade. We'll see what happens. Uh, this week, DC and Hasbro settled a lawsuit in court over a character by the name of Bumblebee. Yeah, what's we'll oh. DC first introduced a superhero named Bumblebee back in 1977. It was a good year. It Remember was a good it well. Year. Came yeah. squirting out of the womb at the end of that year. I was four years old. Were <laughs> you? Yep. Do you remember Bumblebee? I don't remember much from being four years old. (laughs) Years later, Hasbro comes along and introduces an Autobot by the same name in 1983. So why is this an issue in 2018? Tell me. Well, DC began using Bumblebee again after kind of being out of the comics for a while in their DC Superhero Girls line. Do you know the Superhero Girls? Yeah. Yeah, where they all attend Superhero High and they all learn to be good guys or bad guys and... I only know because I watched I watched a couple of interviews with the lady. Don't lie. You, you binge watch the superhero. I, I haven't, but I mean, she's really proud of it. It's good. Yeah, it's a good series. It, so. 
Uh, so Bumblebee's back in the DC world in a big way on the comics. Or not necessarily so much in the comics, but in the superhero girl books and that media stuff. And they've got an action figure. They got, they got the small action figure, and then they got the bigger six-inch dolls and stuff. So they're making money on their character. Well, the problem is that Hasbro actually owns the trademark to the character named Bumblebee. They filed smart. they because they <laughs> they weren't that smart because they didn't file the trademark uh, registration until July fifteenth of twenty fifteen. So it's only been oh. in the last three years that they got smart and said, "Hmm, we should oh. we should be the ones to grab that." <laughs> so Hasbro filed a lawsuit claiming that, and I quote, "Fans could easily confuse the two characters, <laughs> negatively <laughs> negatively impacting the company's sales." Oh yeah, the big oh. robot who hasn't the... gotten confused when you're walking the floor out here and you see a young girl and she's got wings don't you immediately think wow that looks like a transformer (laughs) (laughs) change into (laughs) mom get this guy off me (laughs) so dc and hasbro settled their suit and both can use the character name now. So thank God, I was so worried. Yeah, yeah somebody <laughs> walked away from that, going, "Idiots." Yeah, I think it was probably the judge if I had to guess. Probably. Just like, so, why are we doing this? So it's it's amazing because nothing happened in the public realm, but when somebody cut a check, suddenly the fans, the confusion is cleared up now because they figured it out amongst themselves. Now we don't have to be, or we won't be confused when you, <laughs> when you hear the Bumblebee character exactly who they're talking about. I assure you people, we were not confused. No, we were confused. Man. Rockers, Aerosmith. They are the latest band to stake their claim on the Las Vegas Strip. The band announced this week that they will begin their residency at the Park Theater at the New Park MGM Hotel starting on April 16th, 2019 to celebrate the band's 50th anniversary together. Are they opening for Celine Dion? No, Celine's got her own show. Actually, I don't think she does anymore. No, probably not. The run extends through July 9th. The shows are titled Deuces Are Wild. It's good because I know some older folks that move out to the desert every once in a while too and kind of go away. So that's that's good. The dry desert air will be good for them. Bunch of senior citizens out there rocking out. (laughs) Hitting the the $3 buffets after the show. Fantastic. (laughs) That'll be good for them. Like a lot, I'd like to see him again. I'd love to when see him again. When did we go see him? Uh, late 90s. Yeah, that was a killer show. Early 2000s. They're a lot of fun, but I imagine they've aged since then. Although they may have preservatives in their system still that may have kept them from aging as badly as others. Probably won't be able to be front row for that one, though. Probably not. So, mm-hmm. uh, Any Pokemon fans here? Uh-huh, yeah, I see a lot of fans. Where's a lot your, of hands. I was going to say, where's your hand at? <laughs> <laughs> so the Pikachu better have her hand raised. She's handcuffed. She can't get it up. <laughs> she give me crazy eyes. <laughs> An original Pokemon booster box. So, you know, the box with the card packs in it. Mm-hmm. Sold for nearly $100,000 at an auction. Wow. Wow. It was an unopened first edition <laughs> booster box, which contains, for those of you who don't know, 11 card packs containing five common cards, three uncommons, two energies, and one rare foil card. All of it unopened. All of it in the box still. The box unopened. The opening bid was for $2,000. Ended up selling after seller's fees for $94,537. That's insane. Some little kid grew up and got them a good job. (laughs) (laughs) Again, it comes back to how many things did we... 
tear up. <laughs> we played with, broke, tore it up, and oh, if we just left it in the box or bought two of them and kept one in the box and store, squirreled it away somewhere. But, you know, with my kids that are both here, I tried to do some of that, yeah. and I was like, this is ridiculous. These are toys. Why would I make them just, you know, be like, oh, look at all my toys I can't touch. You know, that's not fair. How, so. many, how many Funko Pops do you have in the box still, Kenny? That is not important. <laughs> <laughs> that's Odin, different. How many, Odin, how many Funko Pops does he have still in the box? Some little kid grew well, up with lots of money. Kitty, quit cutting DVD. him off. Odin, how many Funko Pops does he have in the box still? Well, uh... I, I'm, I haven't been able to accurately count them because now he has some position to where there's some behind some, some scrolled away some places. I don't okay, know. I so so I, definitely over 100. Uh, and that's, that's, a, that's a very, 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 very generous low estimate. Low estimate yeah. Well, I've, I've been talking to a lot of people, meeting a lot of people that collect Funko and stuff, and they... I've talked to some people with around 3,000, 5,000. They've got some serious collections. I'm like, holy crap, man. I mean, the majority, I'd say the majority have roughly four to 600, but, can, or, or the opposite end of that, and they have like five. All right, here comes can, the truth. Can, <laughs> can right, I just look. say that that's not even like, there's probably under 200 that's being generous. And that's hey, not counting the ones down. that are out of the box. <laughs> little girl, sit oh, down. <laughs> yeah, let's not mention the ones that he bought for me and Odin. <laughs> yeah, they've got a nice little collection going, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing about me. Let's <laughs> on. Anybody playing World of Warcraft still? I just started. Did you? Yeah. Did you just started from scratch or did you start again? I just started from scratch. All right. Anybody else playing? Bold. Nobody. Anybody used to play but doesn't anymore? There's a few of you. Nice. You guys are good. You, did you go through a whole 12-step program to get out or <laughs> to get deconditioning, you know? It's like leaving a cult kind of. Well, the latest, their seventh expansion released earlier this week, Battle for Azeroth, went live on Monday night in the U.S. Uh, added a bunch of new stuff like they always do, and it took the level cap. You know, you can get your character to the highest level. Went from 110 to 120. So thinking about that, the game came out in 2004, 14 years roughly, 13 and a half, a little more. You could get to 110 was your level. So now you get an extra 10 levels. How long do you think that took somebody to hit that extra 10 level to hit 120? Do you have an answer or are you just asking? I'm asking you, what do you think? If it took 13 years to get to that 110... Well, I don't know. Probably not that long if you play it all the time. Well, I'll tell you. It took exactly five hours. <laughs> Somebody sat down, played for five hours, and got to level 120, and I guess they just turned off their computer and don't need to play it anymore. What level's your brother at? I don't know. He's got to be up there. Probably so. I don't understand people that just sit down and play a game and then can be done with it in five hours, which I know they'll add more later, but who knows? You know how folks are. Yeah. Yeah. Them folks. So nobody's playing World of Warcraft. Anybody here play Fortnite? Hello, new person that walked in. Hi. Hello. Come on in. Grab a seat. There are only a few left. <laughs> I don't see a lot of young men here. So anybody play Fortnite? Nobody? One? Yeah. Um, hey. Welcome. Good timing. <laughs> good job. <laughs> walked in and you get to be part of the show. All right. Fortnite players. Here's the deal. I hear, I see on Facebook and around social media, a lot of people complain about their kids playing Fortnite, especially over the summer. Now that school's in session, people are figuring out, how do I get my kid to turn off the computer and get hit in the books again? Unplug it. 
Uh, a lot of times, and you know, I heard this growing up: how computer playing video games rots your brain. It never means any good. Nothing. Let's we won't even get into the whole esports and now people making millions of dollars playing games. <laughs> even if you don't plan on going that route, people are always talking about how oh, these games are gonna you know, there's no redeeming value in them. Well, depends. French ad agency, Dare.Win, who represents, among others, Sony, PlayStation, Spotify, YouTube, Bacardi. They are hiring for six-month internships, as they do, paid internships, and they are conducting their interviews during matches of Fortnite. So if you want to work for the company, you log in, and you join a game of Fortnite, and they'll be conducting the interview as you're running around shooting people. Why not? (laughs) Why not? They are not looking for the best players, so you don't have to win. According to uh, Thomas, I can't pronounce his last name, so we'll just call him Tommy. Tommy says, the way that someone plays can say a lot about their personality, especially their decision-making and how they deal with problems. What do you think? Is that a legitimate way to look for a potential employee? I guess. I mean, you're not going to tell me they're not developing these games as a way to figure out, you know, people's how they think how they personalities react and, and stuff like that i mean there's everything's got a purpose like that so not being a, like a weirdo nut or anything but I mean, conspiracy theory yeah not, 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 nothing <laughs> they're that re- weird they're extent, recruiting for but, star command yeah nothing like that <laughs> just you know just to figure people out you know what what better way because everything if you google you know jackets of some sort and then go on facebook you get ads for those jackets that you just looked up you know stuff like that so what do the jackets have to do with Fortnite again? Well, I'm just saying they're doing it so they can figure out their people. I mean, they may have designed the game and figured out, hey, this person would react this way. This type of people this. that play this way or have a tendency yeah. to act this way in reality. Yeah, stuff like that. So. Possibly. I'm sure there is a whole group of psychologists that would love to take grant money to figure out exactly who those people are. I would. Mm-hmm. Well, those are what we have as the top stories. You can let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout-out on the shows. You can tag us or tweet at us or on Twitter at PGTC Podcast. That stands for Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. On Facebook, we're at Facebook.com slash Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. You can email us, email at gmail.com. And you can call the hotline. We have a hotline. You can call, leave a message. 417-986-7842. 417-986-7842. I challenge someone in this room to please call that hotline. <laughs> I've been trying to get people to call that hotline. Just say hi. Just anything. <laughs> Links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. This week in pop culture. Today's August the 18th. You know, August 18th, 1590 was a rough year. Especially for the folks in Virginia and North Carolina and all up and down the East Coast. John White, the governor of the colony of Roanoke in what is now North Carolina, he returned from a supply trip to England to find the colony deserted. Only clue to what might have happened was one word carved on a post. Do you know what the word was? She knows what the word was. Hand her the mic. Croatoan. No. It was dysentery. (laughs) (laughs) But you were close. I don't have any prize to give you, but I'm not going to give you dysentery, (laughs) thankfully. That's 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 the prize for getting Way to keep them coming back. August 19th wasn't much better in 1692. 
In the village of Salem in what is now Massachusetts, one woman and four <laughs> men, one of whom was a priest, were executed for witchcraft at the They're Salem witch trial. Witches. Do you remember those days? I do. I was a young man during those days. <laughs> you were a young warthog. <laughs> and August 19th, also uh, 1909, the first automobile race was held at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Were you there for that one, too? No. <laughs> no. Well, I know you want to say something. No, go ahead. I know you're a big fan of Indianapolis, so. One of our shows <laughs> brought up Indianapolis. I've been to Indianapolis many times. I've been to the Brickyard 400, watched that, and just stuff like that. And I love Indianapolis. And he's making fun of me because I love Indianapolis. And he was very defensive about anything you say about Wasn't Indianapolis. Defensive, if you have something to say about Indianapolis like that it. might be construed as negative, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> Well, you need to go there sometime. You'll see how wonderful Indianapolis is. August 18th, which is today, is also National Fajita Day. Oh, uh, yeah. So, from what I understand, Kenny's taking us all out for fajitas after the show. Today. That is not happening. <laughs> okay. Dang. <laughs> I wish you would, too. Thank you all for coming and listening to us. We're all going to fajitas. Yeah, right. I got five bucks I can chip in. You can pitch in five bucks? <laughs> You know, <laughs> mind and you get a lot of fajita stuff <laughs> for five dollars for pretty good price, man. They bring out a ton of stuff every week. We also put a poll question out on social media. So if you're following us on social media, you'll be able to vote in our poll. The poll for this week is since we are for us, we're in between conventions, we got one today and then one next Saturday that we're going to. Uh, our question is, and we're going to pass the mic around on this one because I think we got some good answers here. We mean in Odin. We yeah. meeting Odin's going to pass the mic already. I'm not getting up. Uh, the, the, it won't the, reach. The question for the week is, what are some cool cosplay ideas that you haven't seen but you would love to see somebody be able to pull off? Uh, she's already gotten it. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. We'll get to you. So this can be something. It can be anything. Because every time you go to a convention, what do you see? What do you see, Kenny? Harley Quinn. Deadpool. Slutty Harley Quinn. <laughs> Deadpool, Harley Quinn, Batman. There's always a Batman. Yep. So Man in Wonder Woman outfit. I've yeah, seen that there's a, always a man Or a man in a poison that ivy. That dude was Wonder rocking yeah. that Wonder Woman He was. Woman yeah, he was. I'm not he passionate. Was I thought it was awesome. That was awesome. If you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. But uh, So our question is not, you know, hey, who wants to go see this again? It is, what have you never seen at a, in cosplay, but you really wish, man, I wish somebody could pull that off with some gusto. And we got some good answers last night when we ask this question. So I'm excited to see a room that has people dressed up, <laughs> what kind of answers we can get from this crowd. So you guys can pass it around. Who wants to be first? Just pass that mic around like it's, I don't know, something you pass around. <laughs> well, you have to answer as it's coming past you. And hold it up real close so we can hear you. Okie dokie. Oh, my. And lean away from the speaker yeah, while you do it. You know, I've seen a lot of people do like Disney princesses uh -huh. as like different like Sith lords. Like one of the one of my favorite ones I've ever seen was a Snow White cosplay at Anime Matsuri in uh, Houston, Texas, and she was like a mix between Darth Maul and Snow White, and it was literally my favorite thing ever. Cool. So one of the things that I wish people would do because I think it would be really cool is um, from Steven Universe they have four characters that are called the Diamond Authority. Uh, yellow diamond, pink diamond, blue diamond, and white diamond. And I wish they would have kind of like a Sith Lord. Uh, of the diamonds? Uh, with the diamonds, because I'm actually planning on doing a yellow diamond one, and I've never seen anyone else do like a mix between uh, the Star Wars and the Steven Universe characters, and they're both in space. So I think it would be really cool. That would be really cool. Very nice. What would you do with the pink diamond, though? Oh, spoiler. <laughs> 
Um, could you, honestly, could you? I think if you could do a Leia with Pink Diamond because she's like a young Leia because she's very childish and she's really cool and has a lot of really cool powers, but she's underestimated a lot, especially in the show by the other diamonds. And I think that kind of represents Leia when she was younger and no one took her seriously. So I think that would actually be really cool for Pink Diamond. Good. So I won't spoil anything further. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for keeping it quiet with us. Because she knows what I'm talking about. Keeping it on the DL. Are you taking out your teeth? <laughs> I can't talk. Pop, with pop them. those dentures back in. <laughs> let's, let's get your answer. <laughs> Just gum that microphone real close there. <laughs> it's not corn on the cob. It's okay. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget my grandma popping out her teeth to eat corn on the cob. I'm like, how do you do that? That doesn't it's seem. Like, I, know, I was like, what do you. How does that. What's. Yeah, I didn't. I still don't understand the physics of it. But go ahead. Now that you have your teeth out, go right ahead. <laughs> Talk to us, please. I was gonna say like more like OC characters, original characters. I've always loved just original characters Not like by the themselves. The OC that used to run on Fox. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but like Lolita cosplays, where you can just be yourself in character, or like original characters like this, where you don't have to like fit a start. Put those teeth back yeah. in. You spit it out. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Take your time. You're fine. Where you don't have to fit like a standard or statistic of anything there's of no a character. There's no preconceived notion of what you're trying to pull off. So there's no judging whether you did it or not. Yeah. That's good. That's a good idea. Because there's a lot of people in those universes that, you know, are just the town people. Or they're just yeah. the local alchemist or they're the local whatever, you know. So. Like space cabbie. <laughs> Go ahead. I want to see some of like the more really underrated like Batman villains. Like you've got Condiment King, you've got Kite Man. Those would all be really Kite fun Man. to see. Hell yeah. <laughs> Calendar Man. All of those would be like really fun to see cosplayed in real life. I have been saying that for years with the Condiment King. I <laughs> want to see someone do that one. Wait, no answer? She's, she's thinking. She's coming uh, back to it. Uh, this is my first con, so I can't say that I've seen everything. Oh, no, you've seen it all here. You've seen it one. You've seen one person dressed up. You've seen them all. It's fine. Uh, there are three things I want to see. I either want to see a coup from Samurai Jack. Uh-huh. Nice. And I want to see actual real-life-sized Pokemon. I've seen the onesies. I've seen the cute anime girl semi-Pokemon things. But I want to see a Gyarados, like... Five people. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when you, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly, like a Chinese, Chinese dragon, dragon kind of thing. Like yeah. all <laughs> lined up and just walking around. <laughs> and you had one more. Um, you said you have three. <laughs> so Remember PG like, thirteen crowd yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know. Okay, so we've also seen like the super families, like you know the mom, the dad being superwoman, so um, Superman. We're super dog. I want that. I want to have the dog. Oh, yeah, him. I want the dog we need to be a crypto. there. I can't stole yeah, a lot of times that comes down to uh, letting them in the building, <laughs> letting animals in the building. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I like when people dress up from video games. I think that's cool. Is there any particular video game character that you want to see somebody just like just nail it? Varric from Dragon Age. Varric from Dragon Age. Very good. Absolutely. Don't have anything? Anybody else? No. Hey, Odin. Oh, we got a couple of this way. 
One, I, I want to see Bat Cow. That is a real Bat thing. Cow. Batman adopted a cow once. And two, I would like to see people cosplay as Club Penguin characters. Because I'm an idiot. Just multicolored penguins walking in a line, waddling in a line. I mean, maybe like a human version. But yes, I really like Club Penguin. I would like to see someone cosplay Herbert P. Bear because he's a giant polar bear. It would just be like two people in a massive fursuit. <laughs> and then just their dog that was the name of my, as a crab. Uh, punk polka band back in college. <laughs> two people in a massive fursuit. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Any other ideas or suggestions from the floor? So uh, this is more dedicated to my brother. Uh, <laughs> I want people to do like nearly life-size monster hunter characters, like the monsters. So like Ooh, oh, a lot of oohs and ahs from the crowd on that one. Because <laughs> just think about it, you could see. Uh, this is the first monster that popped up into my head because he's my favorite, Adorogama. You could just have this, the, a few people dressed up as Adorogama, which is a monster from Monster Hunter, of course, Worlds, I believe, and just walking around. That would be so awesome to see pulled off correctly. Very good. We've got a few more. Pass more. Okay, so we had an awesome green, Anne of Green Gables here today. Yes, I saw her. Um, yes. And I do think that books... You want to see her as a Sith Lord? No. I, <laughs> okay. think, I think that books occasionally get very underrepresented at yes, cons. I agree. Um, and what I especially liked was that she tried to stay pretty authentic. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I'm rereading uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea right now. And I think it would be fun to have a diving costume like the one described in the book, which is very different from diving costumes right. today. But uh, and it would be really hot. But <laughs> <laughs> you maybe not wear that in August. <laughs> maybe that's a, maybe that's a January con. <laughs> but it would be really fun to pull it off. It would be. That would be cool. Do you have one? Can't think of one. All right, we got a couple up here. Thanks. All right. So I have two ideas. Okay. One is Mega Mind. I've never seen a mega. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very good. That's a very popular one. Yeah. And the second is Clifford the Big Red Dog. He has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life size. Yeah. <laughs> Again, three people stuffed into a suit. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like a big he Trojan was the horse. Of yeah, my exactly. And I need that. Very good. Uh, Emily, pass it this way. On a continuation of the Club Penguin one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, build, we're building it on each other here. In the Club Penguin DS game, I'm not sure which one, there's two of them. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, I yes, there's both. two. <laughs> you're getting the yeses so, from the back. <laughs> and one of the missions, because you're a spy, you have to, as a penguin, put on a crab suit and get information from a crab. <laughs> that, the pet um, of the polar bear guy. I think we'd be fun to have a furry like like a crab and the penguin looks like <laughs> dress up the dress up the penguin as a crab, like it's like double costuming. That'd be so hot. <laughs> yeah, it would be melting. again another January convention. Well, you'd have to put you know one you're of those. a penguin. Of course, you're gonna well, be hot. Yeah. You could put one of those air conditioned. Yeah, you can put a fan in. Yeah. Um. I'm cosplaying a character from a lesser-known podcast called The Adventure Zone. It's getting more um, traction because they came out with a graphic novel. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? Okay. She knows yeah. what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'm cosplaying Loop, uh, but 
There are a lot of characters in that podcast, and um, I'm cosplaying one of the more known. There's like um, four main characters. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's also cosplaying. Oh, she's going to be getting she's the mic also, back from that. She's <laughs> also cosplaying another character from it. Um, but I'd like to see more of the characters who aren't main characters who are just there for like one arc or something. Like um, Kite Sloan, Man. Hurley. <laughs> I haven't actually seen any people in real life cosplaying those characters. Yeah, Carrie. Um, there's definitely more. Oh, Lucretia. I haven't seen a lot of good Lucretias, and it makes me really sad because they're really good. They'd be super fun. I just can't pull it off myself because, <laughs> yeah. Now. You're just going to destroy all of us today. So what I want to see is it's like a triple-decker costume, okay? <laughs> It's gonna be a costume with it's like costume inception. It's a no, 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 don't don't worry about this. There's a character in the Adventure Zone who is named Garfield, the Deal's warlock. But I want I want I want to see more of them because we do not know it's under the cloak. And the thing is, there's just a census. <laughs> it's a crossover from a Bim Bam, and. The thing is, it's a fur. It's, just, it's Garfield the cat as a warlock. It's not a human. It's just okay. a cat. Okay. If you don't know what Mabim Bam is, the, the Adventure Zone is um, created by three brothers, uh, Griffin, Travis, and uh, Justin McElroy. I forgot their names for a second. Um, and Mabim Bam is their My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast where they just like answer questions. That's, yeah. So that no one's confused about what Mabim We're going to have to send them an invoice for all the free advertising <laughs> yeah. they're getting today on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. So, my mom and I are cosplaying from a webcomic that we've really enjoyed, um, Girl Genius, written by Phil and Kaya Folio. We've created our own characters. I'm my own Jaeger monster, and she is my Heterodyne, which, if you've never read the comic, doesn't make sense to a lot of people. But <laughs> I want to see more cosplays from, like, webcomics and stuff. Because I've seen, like, several, but it's not as widely known as... A source of cosplay so that'd be cool probably I'm guessing because people want to be recognized but you got the other people that just love it so much that they're like I don't care if no one recognizes me and they that kind of gets the questions people are like okay are you blah blah like no actually I'm this or that so absolutely go ahead to build off of like the adventure zone, um, there and, and I'm sure. No, hey, no, no. y'all have your own podcast. We're going to no, step no, no. out of the room for a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll be back at four. No, no. It's cool. It's all right. It, 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 it's, it's related, but not about the adventure zone. Um, I'm sure a lot of you that are in the geek community have probably heard about it. There's a show on uh, Geek and Sundry's Twitch page every Thursday night called Critical, Critical Role. I personally, I know there are a lot of critical cosplayers out there. I myself, I cosplay uh, Kaylee Shorthalt and Pike Trickfoot, um, and I am working on a Lady Kima Avord. But um, I would really like to see more traction behind Critical Role because I think people, even people who don't s will play Dungeons and Dragons themselves, like I've been playing for about four and a half, five years now. I've been playing ever since I was like twelve. So. I really think that even though there is no actual visuals to the game, you know, it's all tabletop role-playing, it creates such a great image of characters in itself, and there are so many interesting characters from the show, like Vex, Vax, Percy, Grog, like all of them have so much 
density to their characters and it's such a good show especially now that they have two seasons now instead of one I just there's a lot of critical cosplayers out there but I wish there was more because there are so many good characters NPCs player characters guests um, that have a widespread of like different races and different skin types and um, body types that a lot of people could get behind and I really think it would be really important and special to see more critical cosplayers because it embraces so many different types of people. We will send them an invoice. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of like well-known people from like animes and comics. I want to know. I want a cosplayer who only does like minor characters from well-known animes and mangas and comics because you always get people who cosplay like well-known people. Or just things like that. What about like the so, little guy? So you don't want to see another Batman. You want to see like Robin, Detective Renee Montoya, or something. Or, yeah. Or Alfred, or someone that's not like mostly cosplayed. And uh, going off of the critical role cosplay, show up as your D and D character. Find your stuff. <laughs> show up as your ranger, your warlock, whatever. If that's who you want to be, you be that person. Just more cosplayers that stay true to what they really want to do and don't just follow the mainstream cosplays. Yeah, two years ago, or three years ago, I know we've been going to the Planet Con, there was a group of eight or nine, and uh, I just happened to be kind of stuck in the waiting for people to funnel through somewhere. And I was like, where are you guys all? And they're like, where are our D&D characters? I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. And they kind of went through and explaining each of them stuff. I was like, right on, man. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely agree with your stance with the D&D stuff. I've, I just more recently got D&D. &D I actually got my dad into D&D &D too. We're running a campaign right now. Is that the sequel to D&D &D 1? No. <laughs> 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 two as in as well, but dungeon boogaloo. There you go. But yeah, I I completely agree with go as your D and D character. It it can be an extension of you. It could be this outlandish version. Whatever, be it, do it. Oh, all right. So this is gonna be four characters in one. <laughs> 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 um. It's like we're all on the edge of our seats to see what she's gonna say this time. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, so we've all seen a lot of like Disney cosplays, maybe some Pixar ones. I would see bootleg, like bootleg Disney, bootleg Pixar. I can't name names, but <laughs> I don't know. It'd be funny. Like, is 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 that Miranda? Wait, nope, that's Kira the Brave. <laughs> Never mind. Very Confuse good. old grandmas at the supermarket. Confuse old grandmas at the con. Very good. Any I like others? Like that too. That'd be hilarious. That would be fun. <laughs> Anybody else? Your friend, not so much, because she's like, <laughs> oh, my God, I don't know this girl. Well, our choices that you can vote on in the social media poll this week, you can find it on Twitter and Facebook. We're going to pin them to the top of the page, so it's not hard to look for them and find them. Kenny's choice was, I'll let you tell him. Uh, Nick Sachs from the Happy series over on, on sci-fi which, which a I'm couple sure of you are not <laughs> allowed yeah. to watch yeah most of you probably have not seen it so that's probably and that's probably a good thing yeah but it'd be a great because i would actually like to do that character for comic-con all you're waiting on is for somebody to produce a happy plushie right yep 
and then you can sit on your shoulder and just let yourself go for three years. Yeah. And <laughs> okay. There you go. I can do that. And my choice was Little Sweet from the Diet Dr. Pepper commercials. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Little Sweet. I'd love to see somebody pull off Little Sweet. We have been bouncing that around for a <laughs> We've years. been kicking that around since Little Sweet made and his I've debut. I've not seen anybody do it yet. So. so if you're looking for ideas for next year at Library Con, <laughs> there you go. So those are our choices. Uh, if you like our choices, vote for one of them. If you don't, then leave your own choice. Make your own suggestion on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Again, on Twitter, we are at PGTC Podcast. On Facebook, we're Facebook.com slash Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Like I said, they're pinned right to the top, so you can go in and vote. The polls will be open starting on Monday, August the 20th. So on Monday morning, I'll go in and load up the polls. And they will run until noon central time on Friday, August the 24th. So you got about five days, four and a half days, I guess, to go in and vote for your favorite. And like I said, if you don't like our choices, suggest your own. You can do it in a GIF. You can do it with a photo. You can do it with text, whatever you want to do. Because Most of the time, we lose to other. <laughs> so that's yeah. okay. So we will. Uh, a lot of times, those other are really good. A lot choices. of times, other is like, much oh, better than our choices. <laughs> So that is uh, where you can vote on the poll. And again, you can find links to all that and more on our website, www.pgtcpodcast.com. Please someone call that hotline. (laughs) (laughs) On Thursday, you can listen to our episode, our latest episode from the Alamo Draft House. We record at the Alamo just a couple blocks that direction. Couple blocks of that direction. <laughs> on we record on Wednesdays. Those episodes come out on Thursdays, and we always just talk about movies on those shows. We talk about what's new at the box office, news and rumors like, "Hey, have you heard Tom Cruise is going to stink up a Green Lantern movie?" Um, <laughs> and all the different programming they've got going on at the Alamo. If you haven't checked out the Alamo, they've got something going on. Sometimes yeah, multiple things going on just about every day of the week. So uh, always something to do at the Alamo. So we'll be that show will be on Thursday. And then on Friday night, for those of you who are 21 and over, we always record our... Two of you. Both of you. (laughs) You two and her. Three of them. (laughs) Uh, We always record live with a crowd. Okay. We always record with the possibility of a crowd showing up somewhere in the vicinity of our recording. Uh, We record out at Monk's Social Club, which is at 504 West College Street, downtown Springfield. It is, if you know where the Hollywood theaters are, Caddy corner to that. We are upstairs in the Gypsy Lounge. Sometimes we make them turn the lights on. Sometimes we don't. We just, you know, whatever. But uh, what? we, uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> if you are out and about downtown Springfield on a Friday night, stop by. We record at beginning at eight thirty, and it's pretty similar to this. We go through the weekend pop culture. We talk a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Take comments from both the people that show up, and yeah. sometimes it's just us and the bartender talking, and that's okay that's too. A, that's okay too. Kevin's a good guy. So. <laughs> He looks like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, he does. Best looking now, now there's a lot of people kind of like, everybody. everybody's going to show up. <laughs> and then next Saturday, August the 25th, we are taking a road trip up to Warrensburg, Missouri. Warrensburg. We'll be at the... Warrensburg. Warrensburg. <laughs> we'll be at the University of Central Missouri. We'll be on campus there. We are helping uh, host the Cosplay for Hope Convention and Walk. This is the first year they're doing that. It is to raise awareness for mental health issues and suicide prevention. It's important to us. Yep. So we are we are making a quick turnaround from Friday night to Saturday morning to set up the gates yeah. there, open at 9 a.m., and the whole thing will be wrapped up by noon, so you can come dress up in your 
triple penguin cosplay and, and, and be home before it gets really, really hot in the day. So uh, they are, you can find more information awesome. about that. Uh, they're on Facebook at facebook.com slash cosplay for hope. Uh, register a team, bring a bunch of people up there and go walk around a little bit and have fun and dress up. And they'll, it'll be like this. There'll be people in cosplay. There'll be vendors, exhibitors, yep. stuff like that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be there. We'll be hopped up on coffee, <laughs> caffeine, caffeine, and more caffeine. Yes. And then we've got other <laughs> conventions and appearances throughout uh, 2018. We'll talk more about those as we get closer to them. I know we're going down to Little Rock in a couple weeks and maybe out to Louisville for the end of the year. So a couple different things going on. Uh, but in order to find out when those things are happening and uh, hear the new episodes as they're released, we encourage everybody to subscribe to Pop Goes the Culture podcast on your podcast player of choice. We're everywhere. You can even say, and I'll say it, so if you have an Alexa... I probably just triggered her. Sorry. You can say, Alexa, play Pop Goes the Culture podcast, and she'll do it for you. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, you name it. You can find us. Just look for Pop Goes the Culture podcast and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. And while you're there, we ask if you would, just leave a review. You can slap a couple stars up there. You can write a text, whatever you feel like doing. Um, does help us gain some visibility and some new listeners, so we would appreciate that. We are going to transition a little bit um we have some special guests that may be joining us and so when they do we'll kind of stop and we'll talk with our special guests and then once they're gone we'll pick right back up where we left off but part of this that we wanted to do today is we wanted to open it up to you guys whatever questions you have about it can be anything pop culture related hey did you see the latest episode of that's cool we can talk about that um Hopefully the answer is not no, <laughs> but if the answer is yes, we can talk about that. Uh, also, if you have any questions about podcasting or about anything, whatever you guys want to talk about, we are we are now we did our part, we scripted our piece, and we're we're done. Um, so you guys get the floor. You guys can ask ask all the questions you want, and we will answer the questions to the best of our ability. <laughs> Same deal. Just wave at uh, Skinny there, and he'll pass the microphone around. For those of you that are taking off, thank you very much for joining us today. Look for this episode Tuesday ish. Of this week. So, any questions? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not weird this time. <laughs> so, if oh, you were really? to put five characters together. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> Feel no, free it's to about ask. Mega Man. Okay, Mega Man. Uh, the cartoon came out on Cartoon Network. Yes, it did. And I was a big fan of the comics, and they canceled that. Or was it? Yep. It's on hiatus. Canceled. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. The first time, canceled. And I wanted to know because when you guys were talking about Buffy and like uh -huh. the comics being canceled because of the show, I wonder if that was anything with Mega Man because I'm not sure if they wanted to have because the Mega Man in the cartoon is way different it's, than the yeah. one from the comic. Absolutely. Yeah. Likely, what it is is when you have a company that doesn't, that's not traditionally a comic book company. So think Disney slash Marvel. Think. DC slash Warner Brothers. When you have somebody who's not one of those, um, who's just selling the license to the characters to comic book creators, there's a publisher that says, we would love to, you know, we got somebody here that would just love to write a Mega Man comic. They go to those people and say, can we purchase the rights to use that for a certain period of time? And a lot of times when they, when that company that owns the rights to that says, you know what, we want to do something with that character now, they'll go in and they'll say, okay, we don't want competing versions of that character out there because we're, for whatever reason, think that that's a bad thing, even though guys like 
DC and Warner Brothers and Marvel and Disney are like, man, the more times you can throw that character out there, the better. How many Spider-Man are there? How many same? How many versions of the same <laughs> Peter Parker and Miles Morales? Are there? So they like they just flood it. They're like, yeah, man, make it all um, because they understand there's value in that. But the people that don't traditionally working in comics um, don't necessarily see the value in having multiple versions. So a lot of times they, hey, we're going to pull that back and. Uh, and that's what happens a lot of times with Mega Man and with Buffy and different ones. One last question before I leave. Is it... Is you it, don't is have this, to leave. This is, this is from a debate with my friends earlier. Uh-huh. Is it Batmans or Batmen? Are you talking about... <laughs> or Batmai? <laughs> well, it's not my because it doesn't end with an S. <laughs> What's the I'm, plural of Batmans? It de- I think... Batmensy? <laughs> I know is, it, is, it, is it multiple people portraying Batman is what you're saying? Yes. It would be Batmans. Oh, dang it. Sorry. <laughs> because Batman is the name. If you were to name it, like I'm, if my name's Bob and there are multiple people, we would be the Bobs. My name is Batman because it's a title. Batman doesn't change. You just slap the, the plural at the end of it. But if it was, okay, so I know that there's a few times Batman's been closed. So if it was in the car, so it was like in a cartoon, he was closed, it'd be the Batman then? Nope. It depends. Is the clone using the name Batman as well? Yes. If there are multiple instances of Batman, they would be Batmans. Okay. They would be the Batmen if their names were not Batman. Okay. Like the village peoples. (laughs) (laughs) Any other questions? That's a good question, though. Hello. Hey, you got a question. Pass it to Pikachu. Um, they want to stay. You can leave. <laughs> They're going to stick around. They go. We don't, we don't have to leave just because you're leaving. Okay, wait. She's all right. We do have to leave. Right. Are you guys hyped about the Invader Zim movie, Enter the Florpus, or do you even care about Invader Zim? You think it's going to be good? I, I like actually haven't heard anything about that. So you better tell them about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there's a trailer about the Invader Zim movie, and it looks a lot like the comics, which it looks a lot like the pilot. Mm-hmm. Huh. That had Luke Skywalker in it. Also, is water wet? Yes. Yes. I can answer the yes one, the last one with a definitive yes. Yes, water is wet. No, it's not. Water is not wet. Water is wet under most circumstances. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do not know. I just know I'm seeing a lot of Invader Zim merchandise. And it's a lot of the... Not older stuff, but stuff that's been around is going for a good price. And I was like, that's weird. Why all of a sudden now you just answered that question for me because they're having that thing. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think here's my take on it. And I won't speak for Kenny, but I'll speak for Kenny. Um, The more stuff there is out there, even if it turns out to be really bad, like, I don't know, Batman with Ben Affleck. Actually, he wasn't the worst of that. Um, regardless of how bad stuff is in the end, I think it's good to have more stuff out there because it gives you a choice. You can watch it and then decide if you like it or not, or you can not watch it. But it doesn't hurt me to have some production company on a coast somewhere, probably usually the West Coast, deciding to put stuff like that out. So even though I'm not heavily invested in Invader Zim, I know who it is, I know the character, I know the comics... I think it's great, man. Put more. The more stuff that's out there, the better. Until it becomes, you know, to the point where we're oversaturated with that character. And then maybe you scale it back. But we're not there yet. This is the first film they're doing. So 
go for it, man. I, I'm, I am for it in that, yes, I want to see more stuff out there. There are more stories to be told. And were you also bad when you found out the flying Decepticon in the Bumblebee trailer wasn't Starscream? It's actually Blitzwing? Yeah, I didn't quite understand that. I don't yeah. know why um, they made that choice. There's a Bumblebee movie coming out? Yeah, no, no, I know yeah, what you're yeah. saying. I don't yeah. have any idea why um, they made that choice. Were you oh. also disappointed that that flying character at the end was not Starscream? It was Blitzwing? Yes. I don't know if I was disappointed. I just don't I understand was. why they made that decision. Yes, because I you be... have the character. You have a really good character. I would be fine with Starscream and or Blitzwing in the movie, but Blitzwing does not look like Blitzwing. Right. No, it... It looks like Starscream. I thought yes. it was Starscream. I'm I like, think oh. maybe the problem is that Starscream probably deserves Starscream's own movie. Starscream is yeah. taking a day off trying to kill Megatron again. Yeah. <laughs> Starscream yeah. is Starscream's my favorite. got bigger issues I'm to deal with. Girl. Starscream has no time Bumblebee. for your little movie. <laughs> Starscream's trying to run the Decepticon. Yeah, he I'm wants his own sure. movie. Just the Starscream movie. Just do a Star I would watch that. Watch yeah. I would pay money. Absolutely. Oh, I'm yeah. not so sure Transformer movies are necessarily concerned with giving us what we want to see. <laughs> Except for the 80s <laughs> it's more movie. more about blowing stuff up on screen, I think. Yeah. I mean, the 80s movie gave us Starscream's coronation, oh, right. yeah. but it also gave us Starscream's death. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. it just seems like, here's some robots. We got to sell them it. toys. Well, yeah. see, that's what it's all about. It's the dollar side. So. Yeah. yeah gotta this have is the my monies. podcast now. I'm taking over. That's all right. Have at it, man. <laughs> Pop goes the podcast. Pop onesie. goes the Pikachu. Yep. Pop goes the Pikachu onesie. There you go. Coming out for you at your local um, library. The eBay <laughs> Craigslist. That'll work. <laughs> so just- for those of you who are just joining us, because it is four o'clock and we're kind of transitioning from what we just did to what we're doing now, um, this is a kind of just an open discussion Q and A, whatever you want to call it. Um, we recorded a little bit for our podcast, and we have turned the mics over to you all, <laughs> although we really didn't have control of the mic during the podcast anyway. Uh, so you guys can ask whatever questions you want. We are Pop Goes the Culture. I'm Joey. This is Kenny. That's Odin. And we may be joined by some guests here in just a little while. So if we cut you off, it's not because you asked a bad question. It's because we've got a service some people who are needing to get back on the floor as soon as they're done with us. So, um, But you guys can ask whatever questions you want. If you want to ask a question related to entertainment and pop culture, we will give you the best answer we can, which is probably not the best answer, but we'll give you the best we can. If you have a question about podcasting, like how do you start it? I don't even know where to begin. How do I get my buddies to do this? Whatever the case might be, ask away. This is your open forum. The microphone is on the floor. We're just here to answer. Not, <laughs> We're not here to provide you with any entertainment. We're here to provide you with any information that we can give you. So, And I apologize for the squeaking because of the room we're in. The speakers are squeaking a bit. So so just wave around, pass around that microphone. Hi. Hi. Are you hiding from us on the back row back there? We can still see you. The room's oh, not that big. No, I just didn't want to interrupt when no, I was fine. coming in. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Not interrupting at all. Yeah. Um, I do have a question about starting a podcast. Yes. Um, what kind of equipment did you start off with? Is there like any editing um, like softwares that you would recommend? Yep. What we did. This is what you see in front of us is the latest version of... We started off with this laptop, and on this laptop, I have a couple of pieces of software that I use. One is free to download and to own. It is called Voice Meter, V-O-I-C-E-M-E-E-T-E-R. 
Um, there's a couple versions of it. We use the version called Banana because I like the name Banana. But it's also because <laughs> we had to use it for other reasons too. But So we downloaded that, and what that does is it allows you to take all this input that you have, all the microphones, however many you have and stuff, and runs it through so that it's like a virtual version of this right here. It allows you to adjust your settings on the fly. Um, so we have that up, and that's always running. So everything comes in through voice meter, and it gets processed there, and then it gets put out, spit out to the elsewhere in the computer. That's for the sound piece of it. Um, for the actual recording and editing in that, I use another free-to-download-and-own program called Audacity. And all you do is you have, your, you have all your stuff coming into voice meter, and you have voice meter. You tell it to send everything out through a channel, and that is the channel that is your input for Audacity. So if you're thinking of it like, like a big old snake through the garden, the head of it, you know, it goes through, you know, all the all the microphones or whatever your inputs are into Voice Meter, and then it travels from Voice Meter into Audacity, and that's where you record it. When you're done recording, you hit stop, you save it, and then in in Audacity you can play with it. And there's all kinds of different effects and different things you can do. Um, that's the software side on the computer. The hardware side, we started off around a table about this size to about where that microphone there is. Yep. And we just had four chairs, three chairs, four chairs. Yep. We started off with three chairs, and then we added four chairs. <laughs> um, and we, just, we sat around the table, and for microphones, we started off with uh, USB microphones that just plug yeah. into your computer. Um, the problem we ran into was that um, even the best USB microphones are not as good as some of the worst microphone microphones. Oh. Um, so, but, you know, but it, it varies. Some people, if you're doing a podcast and it's just you or maybe just you and one other person, sometimes those USB microphones are fine. If you start, it's when you start adding more. When you start adding more inputs into your USB slots, I don't know how many USB slots you have on whatever you're recording on, whatever your hardware is, your computer, um, but the more USB slots you start filling up, it, it all tends to degrade a little bit. So if you're only using one because it's just you and you're just talking into it, you're probably fine with just a, a really good, like a like a blue Yeti or blue Snowball microphone. Um, if there's two of you, a same type of deal, you're probably going to be okay getting away with that. But when you start adding three and four and beyond that, uh, first of all, your computer probably doesn't have that many USB inputs <laughs> yeah. unless you're using like a big desktop. Um, so we bit the bullet and we bought some microphones and some cables and a board that was about this big, about half the size of this. And that worked really well for us. And that's still plugged in in what we consider our home studio. And we use that when we are at home recording. The reason we have this big monster, don't let it scare you. We went this route knowing that we were gonna need additional microphone inputs. And so we bought additional microphones and stuff. The speakers and stuff. We bought speakers. We got like a little canopy set up, and we've got speakers because we've done like events outdoors where we needed that. You don't need that kind of stuff if you're just doing it, like you know, at in your basement or garage or bedroom or whatever. So, um, a computer of some kind, microphones for however many people are talking because there's nothing worse than having to pass microphones. It's, we've done it. <laughs> it's no fun. Yeah. So a yeah. microphone for everybody you're talking to. Um, and then just some free programs on the computer. And if you can afford something like this and go with real microphones, real XLR cables, and plug it into a mixing board, it sounds orders of magnitude better. Um, 
we, I mean, some of our early episodes, we had some really fun, funny early episodes. We did one episode in particular, and I think it might have been one of the last ones we did with our USB microphones. No, we did a couple that were with our USB. We did one um, where we had a story about a guy who was who he won a donut eating contest that the local <laughs> that the local police department put on. Haha, <laughs> it's funny donut eating contest the police department. Um, but he had a warrant out, so when they contacted the winner, they're like, "Hey, wait a minute, he's got a warrant too." So that was kind of funny. The guy ate eight donuts in two minutes, which to us, Same guys. Very- Plausible. We're like, that is a championship level of donut eating is eight and two minutes. So we sat down at a recording with our USB mics plugged in and we replicated the <laughs> donut eating contest. The problem is, like I said, the more mics you have going in, the worse the sound gets. And imagine trying to do that with a mouthful of donuts too. So, so it was really funny to us sitting in that room and it sounded absolutely terrible. <laughs> Um, earlier this year, we went to Kansas City to Planet Comic Con, and we set up in a hotel room. They're and back. this was the last time we used the USB mics. We sat up in a hotel room, and it was a fun show. It was funny. We were laughing, having a great time. But the USB mics, it just because it wasn't the acoustics wasn't because it, it was a hotel room, it, it just didn't sound very good. So after that is when we went to buying these, and we, if we had to, I would either use one of these and carry this big thing and plug in one microphone as opposed to just plugging in one USB mic just because the sound quality is so much different and so much better. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, So to you. get started again, a PC of some sort, something, a microphone of some sort, and then just a bunch of free software that you can find online. Okay, thank you so much. Absolutely. And I will say this, man. Podcast, if we can do it, anybody can do it. It's just if it's just you and your friends sitting around talking, just hit record and be careful what you say, <laughs> especially if you're going to put it out later. At the very least, you have what's going on in your life at that moment documented, what means whatever to you at that moment. And if you never do anything more but just have it 10 years from now, go back and listen to that, and be like, oh my gosh, or I can't believe whatever. I thought that, <laughs> or it could be simple and sad. Maybe one of your friends that did it with you passed away or you're no longer in touch with them or whatever. You get to hear their voice again. You get to have that with you. So it's it's not something that if you go into it to make a million dollars, it's not going to happen. But if you can have the memories, if you can have the experience of doing that, that's worth more than that, way yeah. more than that. We got into it because it gave us it gave us a reason to have to get together every so often, however long we scheduled it. We started off saying once a week. We had to sit down once a week and talk. That's why we did it. And then it became, hey, we can do this at other places that are pretty cool. Let's take the stuff with us and let's see if they'll let us record a podcast here, there, and everywhere else. And what we have found is – and. Your mileage may vary, but if you just ask somebody, most people are going to say yes. That's what we found. Yeah. We've met some really cool people that you've probably heard of. We've met some really cool people that you haven't heard of that are even cooler than you thought. We've gone to places that we never would have expected to be able to go to, not just as visitors, but like as part of the crew or team or whatever. So, I mean, do it for that. If you want to make money in podcasting, my best advice is something I heard is to get all your equipment set up like this and get a picture of it and then put it on Craigslist. And whatever you sell it for is what you made podcasting. There's no money involved in podcasting. If you're you know, a big-time name, then, yeah, you might. We talked with uh, – listen to – Kevin Smith was talking to a group of us, and 
he was saying that you know he's been doing this podcasting thing since the beginning for 10 years now and this is the first year where he's making money podcasting not this is the first year where it paid for all 10 years this is the first year where he's like Bing, we got a little bit still doesn't pay for the first nine but this year we didn't lose money podcasting so if you're thinking about it in terms of oh, i'm gonna get rich everybody's gonna listen to this it it could happen to you, and I hope it does, but it's not likely to happen. So do it for the fun. Do it for the experiences. If a young girl like you goes up to – makes the connection with somebody at a convention and is like, can we set up and do a podcast there? Or somebody like you goes up and sees a celebrity and is like, hey, can I interview you for my podcast? Nine out of ten of them are going to say yes because who's going to tell a girl no? <laughs> who's going to tell a young girl no? So, I mean, it's fun. You, you find people are more than willing to, to just talk with you. Clearly, someone didn't put their phone on silent. Yeah, who who did that? Who could have that have been? Speaking of, so what other questions? Just pass that microphone on around so Uh, that everybody can hear you. Hi. Uh, I I kind of want to know what's your biggest challenge that you had podcasting. Like, what's the biggest thing that uh, was like either like a barricade in the way that kept you from doing something or for him it's dealing with me no me. same <laughs> what, what do you think I'll let you answer this one first because I answered first last time I don't know I mean we I don't consider that we've had a barricade really because I mean we just uh, there was no expectations with this like he said it was just let's get together and do it if it's something wonderful if it's nothing We've got it. We can listen to it. Because, yeah. like, the majority of you all are in your, I don't know, upper teens, early 20s. And so, you know, you you guys have all the time in the world where we have families, kids, and obligations and all that. So we wouldn't be able to make that time, but this makes sure we have that time. We get to be stupid together. We get to be funny together. We get to talk about losing people like Robin Williams, Aretha Franklin, all those people that meant something to us. So as far as, like he also said too, we've talked with the writers of Legends of Tomorrow. Joey's like, would you like to do an interview? And they said, yes. And they were excited. And <laughs> they they didn't say yes. They said, how many people can we well, get? <laughs> yeah. But they, they agreed to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not talking to the actors. But I guarantee we got better stories from the writers, the people that care, the people. And that's the, all the time. The actors always get interviews. The people behind the scenes that are bringing you that, the camera people, the blah, blah, all have amazing stories. But no one cares. I mean, no one cares to ask them in the media, but people like us want to hear those behind the scenes, you know, juicy stuff. So he asked, they said yes. It's like, okay. And that's how it goes. And, you know, again, yes or no. There's two options. And when they say no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> the world moves on. Because someone else will say yes. But you can do, we talked to a young lady that breathes fire, not for the show yet, but. How interesting is that? How how did you get into that? Where do you do it at? You know, blah, blah. what caused you to think? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I want to swallow fire. I want to breathe fire. We did I talk. Wanna... We did talk last week to a juggler who's. Yeah. Uh, it's like why? Why are you juggling? What made you think juggling? So I mean, yeah, it's just 
the stories that are out there that you want to hear, and this is your platform. You're not sponsored by any corporate. Well, okay, I won't speak to that. Maybe some of you get some corporate dollars for your podcast later on. But you know, tell tell the stories you want to tell. Ask the questions you want to ask. And odds are, if you're thinking something. There are a lot of people out there that are thinking the same thing, and they're the ones that are most likely to tune in and listen. So you know, do it for yourself and, uh, and and just enjoy the ride. That's what we're doing. With Biggest our podcast, he got me into this, and I don't know a lot about video games. My son plays a lot, but I don't. And I don't know a lot about board games. I don't know a lot about different stuff like that. But I'm a curious person, so I want to know. So I'm that person on this podcast that is like, well, what does that mean? Or what is that? Because I guarantee, you know. There are people listening that don't know either. Yeah, they come to our podcast. They know a little bit about something. But if he can offer that information up or he can, they're like, oh, and they're as curious as I am. So I do that for those people. Yeah, somebody that knows a lot about movies, doesn't know anything about comics. We can help maybe bridge that gap. But back to your question, biggest barriers, again, goes back to that initial equipment setup we had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was probably the biggest and really only barrier. I mean, like I said, either people are going to say yes or no. And we've been lucky enough to have some really cool people say yes to us. Yes, sir. Um, Okay. So, what sort of distributor or way to get your uh, podcast across would you recommend? Like, what have you been using? There are there are a lot of good ones. We use Podbean. That is the host. What it is is we record it on my computer and then we upload it to Podbean. And Podbean, if you go in and play in your account settings, they can help you get it set to iTunes. They can help you get it sent to Spotify. They can help you get it sent to Google Play, to Amazon, so Alexa can play your podcast or whatever. Um, That one, when we signed up, we got a free month out of it. So, hey, bonus. Um, But that one costs, if you pay for a year in advance, which is what we did, it was only like 9 bucks a month. It was like $108 for a year. But we still got it really for 13 months, 108 bucks, less than $9 a month. That's what we used. That's where your money's going is into equipment and somebody to host it. You can get a website for free. You can go to Blogger and make a website. You can create a social media account for free. I mean, those things don't cost you money. They just cost you time. So, Good question. Anybody else want the mic? Nobody. I know you want the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, over here. Hey, we got a a mic taker. I have a quick question before you ask your question. I recognize him. No, I recognize him. No, I don't recognize him. Oh, dang it. I'm serious. I heard you say earlier that nobody's recognized you yet. I am Richie from the movie It. Well, now that you have the glasses on, I get it. You didn't have the glasses on earlier. You got to walk around saying beep, beep, and everybody know. Yeah, I (laughs) mean... Yeah, beep, beep, if, I, if I um, if I really was in character, I probably would have gotten kicked out by now. So I can't really. Do that. <laughs> yeah, we do try to keep this podcast PG thirteen. We're in the yeah, crowd of people. Um, so. so my question is very random, and no, that's fine. Hold the mic up just a little closer. There you go. It's very random, and I don't know if you're going to know an answer. That's so fine. the question, the worst thing, ha- I'm telling you again, the worst thing that happens is somebody says, "I don't know" or "No." The the question is, how many containers? Can a container ship hold if a container ship contains containers? <laughs> what? Three. Three. I was okay. going to say seven. Forty-two. Seven. Are we talking about the big cargo containers? Yes. I don't con- think about the, it, man. The, Just the go with an answer. A container <laughs> don't go down that rabbit hole. A container well, ship they, they is, a, a is a ship that, that holds yes, a, That containers. holds containers. <laughs> I mean, it's... 
pretty much depending on what cargo they're picking up. And I, I know they can hold uh, roughly 100 or slightly over 100. Because <laughs> they stack yeah, up at least four high. <laughs> this question was inspired by one of my favorite actors who was like, ask me questions about container ships. So I said that, and he actually answered it. <laughs> Very good. What so was I was answer? wondering if other people had answers. Well, who's, answer? your favorite, who's your favorite actor? Oh, his name is Joshua Rush. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't okay. know who that is. And again, what <laughs> wait, what was the answer? What did he answer? What? Uh, what? He said a container ship holds upwards of 100 containers. There you go. <laughs> That's what you said. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Very nice. I know stuff. Not important stuff. <laughs> All right. So, in the crypto of the super <laughs> What was that now? Crypto of the super dog. In yeah. the crypto of the super dog cartoon... Uh, the Joker had two hyenas. Uh -huh. I can't remember their names, but they were there. Come on, and you better know. there is <laughs> such untapped potential in having hyenas for your villain. Why didn't Marvel or whoever? It's probably DC. I can tell you because Marvel doesn't own the property. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <though. laughs> Why would DC just leave the hyenas just in the in the crypto cartoon is well, there is so there not a super cool. pets yeah, i think there's a super pets comic actually yeah, there with uh what's his name the bat dog ace um, the bat dog and crypto and i say yeah For those listening at home, the hyenas do still get used. They do get used. Uh, I know uh, Jimmy Palmiotti used the hyenas in the Harley series that he was working on as well. So they are still used, just not as the main villain. Wasn't there a cartoon character that had hyenas? I think you're thinking of the Lion King. No, not the Lion King. There was, or maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Well, yeah, but no, that wasn't it. It was maybe I'm thinking they had jackals or something. The Lion maybe. King proves that not all cats can land on their feet. This is true. Um, so, do you guys ever look back to like whenever you guys were like in elementary school and stuff, and like think, "Wow, I actually used to do that stuff," instead, like, because now you guys like do go and do podcasts and like do stuff that you never imagined that you would do. Do we ever look back? I make sure, I'm going to paraphrase it, and you tell me if I got it right. Do we ever look back and think? Was there ever a time where we thought we would be doing this when we were younger? Like, not necessarily the podcast, but some of the things we get to do with the podcast. Like, do we ever look back and think or just in general. to our younger selves, could you believe we would be going to Library Con or that kind of stuff? Is that what you're asking? Or? Yeah. Okay. How about you? No, because, like, growing up, you know, when I was younger, I kind of read some comic books. And I watched some cartoons, but I was outside playing. I was climbing trees, jumping off of houses, blah, blah, blah. That we I got don't recommend done. you do any of that, no, by the way. No. And then my high school was filled with... PG-13? Dating girls. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, not much more was my concern. So just going out and having lots of fun, keeping it PG. Uh, <laughs> so you. now that you know we're doing this, I'm finding like... When we got him, uh, when he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go up to PlanetCon. Do you want to go?" At first, I was like, "Okay, what is that?" And 
I was kind of hesitant a little bit because I was like, man, I don't, I'm not dressing up or nothing. He's like, you don't have to dress up, you know, and stuff. And I, I went should up have there. said, yes, you have to dress up. <laughs> but I went up there and I found that I loved it. You gotta I wear loved shirt. the everybody's attention to detail in their costumes and uh, the freedom that people had, you know, and the artistic, all the art and stuff like that. So, but I never would have imagined doing that. And now as a kid, if I could go back and tell my younger self, you're going to go get to see people in costume and there's all this killer stuff and stuff, I would have been pretty stoked about it. But stuff I dreamed about as a kid was completely different. So. Yeah. Growing up in the Midwest, which I imagine most of you are from the area or close to it, mm-hmm. um, especially in our day, man, stuff that you saw on TV and in movies and in comic books and all that, that happened somewhere else. Somebody somewhere else made that. And that's really cool of them. And if you ever want to be involved in that in any way, shape, or form, you have to go somewhere else and be with those somebodies. Um, Nowadays, with the way the internet works and technology works and the fact that geeks rule the world now, so there's a convention every week, and there there are multiple conventions every weekend all over the country, you know, it's completely different. No, I couldn't imagine the stuff we get to do because that was stuff that other people did. You know, not, you know... Cullen Bunn writes for X-Men. Ask me who the X, you know, back in our day, the X-Men writers lived in New York or they lived, you know, people made movies in LA. Now they're filming movies all over the place. So, you know, they, that just wasn't, it wasn't a viable option for us growing up to think that you can be a part of this in the Midwest, in Southwest Missouri, that you can touch whatever that pop culture thing is, that you would have to go somewhere else to do that. And that's not the case now. So, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine getting to do some of the stuff we've gotten to do, and we've gotten to do some pretty fun stuff. I couldn't imagine five years ago some of the stuff we've gotten to do because no. we weren't asking the right people the right questions, I guess. And we're getting to do a lot of stuff that I didn't know I wanted to do. Yeah, and that's until the, you got to do it. And that's the funnest thing. You know, everybody thinks you're going to live your whole, all the fun stuff in your late teens, early 20s, you know, and then it's like, after that, I got to settle down, and then it's, you know, 40-hour week job, blah, blah, stuff like that. And granted, I had a killer <laughs> run through my teens and 20s, but I'm discovering the fun things that, you know, because if not, I'd be home, I'd be doing, I have my own business, so I'd be doing that, and that's what I would be doing. But Or watching of, TV. Or, or watching TV, yeah, but through this podcast... I'm getting to go to, we're going to go down, hopefully, to Louisville, Kentucky, to con down there and do our thing. And we're going to keep going to PlanetCon. We're going to keep going to all these different things. It's like, wow, okay, cool. I'm doing something, you know, and it, it's fun. And pay attention to opportunities, man, because if somebody throws an opportunity in front of you and you think, I might be interested in that, but I don't know, you won't know unless you do it. And if you tell somebody no once, they are hesitant to ask you a second time. And the people that are extending opportunities, they tend to know other people that have other opportunities. So if you knock it out of the park, they can tell somebody else. If you tell them no and somebody mentions you somewhere else down the line in a different conversation, they say, yeah, we asked that person. They weren't interested. It closes more doors. So if it's something you think you might be interested in but you're not sure, do it anyway and do it to the best of your ability and then decide afterwards if you ever want to do that again or not. We've done some things that afterwards we're like, you're never doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> We've done some things where, like, you know what? 
it's going to be tough, but we're going to make a way to make it happen because we know who that person's connected with and that could open up some more opportunities for us. So take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of you because they may not come around again if you say no the first time. Yep. I'm a big believer in living life, you know, just whatever you can do in the now, do it because, like you said, it may not be there. So you We've had more doors open to us because of something we did that we expected absolutely nothing out of yep. that's, that has paid off years down the road. Somebody comes up to us. And we do a show. We do a weekly out at the Alamo Draft House, and we were asked. They had a, recently they did a, their one-year anniversary party. It was a stormy night. It was nasty. We were set up out there. We did a podcast, and we were like, we're just going to go for it. It's wet. Yep. We told them we would. And one of the people who was supposed to play some live music at that show couldn't because their trailer, they were out in the parking lot, and it was rained out. That person later on happened to find out they own a club in downtown Springfield. So when we're like, Hey, we're looking to do the podcast live with a crowd. And he's like, I got the club and we don't remember him, but he's like, yeah, I talked to you guys at the Alamo. So, I mean, the things that you do, don't do it be- to get something out of it, do it for the experience and be surprised when you get something later on down the road that you never expected to get out of that. Talk to everybody. Yeah. Talk to the people. It costs you nothing to be nice. It costs you nothing to have a conversation with people. Yep. Okay, so I have an actual... Why do we park in the driveway and drive drive in the parkway? What? No, I'll go ahead. I was anticipating your question. That was my answer too. What? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so do you guys like Voltron? Oh, yeah. Somewhat. Okay. (laughs) Um, Who's your favorite paladin and why? Are you going old school or are you going... I'm going new school, like Legendary Defender. Okay. That I haven't got to watch yet. You watch some or you... I, I started watching the first episode, but then I got sidetracked. And I'm honestly, I don't watch a lot of things, so it's more of my fault. Okay, well, well here's then. what I'll tell you. Okay, well, then old school. Hold on, here's can... what I'll tell you. Take a look at the shape. Take a look at the color. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I go with Hunk. <laughs> Hunk is awesome. I love Hunk. Yep. He's underrated, and nobody I, likes him enough, and I love him a lot. I, I'm all for it. Anything yellow and overweight <laughs> good in my opinion joey loves his yellow and is i am not a fan of yellow but joey makes me wear the shirt <laughs> i love yellow yep any other you got a question back here uh, pass yeah. the mic and then she'll have one when you're done yeah another um one based around the how-to yeah. um do you have a format that you would suggest or how you would set up a podcast like the format you know like during the show type of thing yeah it completely depends on what you want your podcast to be. I would suggest doing just recording a few based on what you think you want to do. Okay. Okay. And then after you've done three or four, go back and listen to them, which can be hard listening to your own voice sometimes. But go back and listen to them. <laughs> yes, I hate my voice. <laughs> go yeah. back and listen to them. Figure <laughs> out what you felt like was really good and what you felt like you don't want to do. And take the ones you thought were really good and make a note of that. All right. And do that for those first three, four, five of them, and then after you've got some notes, do a podcast or two or three of just those things that you thought were really good, Mm -hmm. and then go back and listen to a couple of those and see if, yeah, I was right. This feels like your format will evolve. Our format has evolved to what it is, you know, and and it's different because we do a couple different shows for different audiences, but, you know, it's it's an evolving thing, but there's no one standard you just got to do what you want it to be. I listen to some podcasts that are very structured and I listen to some that this is the topic and (laughs) we end when we're done talking about it. So Mm -hmm. 
you just got to go with what feels the best to you. You'll find your groove, and that's what you want to capitalize on. You don't want to force something if it doesn't feel natural. Because right. when people are listening to podcasts, very few people are listening for information only. They want to hear the people that have the information. They're either listening for entertainment or they're listening for that some sort of a connection with the people that have the information. You know, when we talk to people that are experts, we don't even care so much to get the expert answer on stuff. We want to hear the stories about why they became an expert or how they got to that point. And, you know, when we talked with the writers from uh, Legends of Tomorrow, it was funny. We talked to them right before the season finale last season, like earlier this year in April. April? April. Um, April. And, <laughs> April. And so we didn't care so much about, you know, Tell us about how your structure and how you write. What we got was a story about how they had a killer script for their mid-season finale. You know how those shows, like, they end in December right before Christmas break. So they don't have new episodes in Christmas. They come back in January. And the story, they were like, we had this epic, epic episode. We were like, what's our budget this year? We're leaving it all on the table in December. This is our Christmas present to the world. <laughs> and the studio was like, oh, that's so good. We don't have the money for that. <laughs> and so they said, okay, we've got some in a pile. We write more episodes than we can ever possibly use, so we've got some in a pile. Let's go to the pile and pick one out. So they went through the pile, and they're like, I'm squeaking. Maybe him. Oh, oh, oh yeah. just, no, you're fine. Just hold it that direction. There you go. Up a little bit, and then kind of tip it down, and then put this hand on your head. <laughs> you, can, you can relax. Nice, I'm just messing with you. All right, uh, so no, they told us a story about how, okay, so we had to dig through the pile of scripts that just didn't have it whenever they sat down and read them together or whatever and they're like so we found one they were like this is the this is the least stinky of the stinkers in the stinker pile and it was an episode involving a new character called Bebo and so they filmed the Bebo episode and if you watch that show you know that everything that happened after the Bebo episode led toward a season finale <laughs> yeah. with Bebo fighting a giant time demon so it's just awesome. you know those are the stories that we like to hear about you know how did you fail tell us about how you got into this last week we went and talked to a guy who juggles and we asked you know what's the one thing you thought would be really cool but there's no way you're ever going to convince yourself to do it and he's like I would love to juggle circular saw blades and then have like a wooden block strapped like on a headband to the, my forehead and catch a blade on that. He's like, I just can't get myself to do it. And we're like, <laughs> and we, would, we would appreciate it if you didn't do that because we would like to talk to you again sometime down the road. So um, so as far as finding a format, man, just find what's natural to you. And people want to hear stories about people. Right. If you talk to a scientist, if you're talking to a caterpillar scientist, Yes, get your information about the caterpillars, but ask them how they got into caterpillar science, and you're going to be amazed with the stories they're going to tell you about. So this would also include uh, would it also include making guidelines about what you'd like to talk about? Or? Oh, absolutely. We come into every show with, depending on the length of the show, a script that says, this is the things we're going to talk about. And our show, we allow ourselves to take a hard left turn off of any piece of conversation we're talking about. So if we're saying, hey, we're going to talk about whatever the topic is, that topic, I can't tell you the number of times we've gone. We, I don't even know what the topic Okay, an example. I do remember now. We had a story about someone in Canada who had a bear sanctuary. 
<laughs> it was technically a zoo, but it was a bear sanctuary. Yep. And they got arrested for taking the bear through a, was it a DQ drive-thru? I believe I it was, say it was a DQ. Queen, yeah. And so they recorded video of the bear ordering and getting the ice cream cone, and they got in trouble. And so that led to a discussion about whether or not once a bear leaves Kodiak Island, is it still a Kodiak bear? Because to be a Kodiak bear, you have to be on Kodiak Island, which is not inhabited by people. It's inhabited by Kodiak bears. So we spent a good 10, 15, 20 minutes discussing Kodiak bears and whether or not just, you know, if you leave Mexico, are you still Mexican? You know, so, I mean, we allow ourselves wiggle room. So, but... If your podcast needs to be structured and needs to be scripted out, then do that. If your podcast needs to have some talking points, but then just talk, do that. If your podcast is, here's the topic, and it just goes with you and your friends or your family or whoever, then do that. And there's no right or wrong answer. Podcasting is whatever you do, it's yours. I mean, own it. Take it. Do whatever you want with it. funner ones that aren't necessarily, it's like, not so much as like, you happen to wander into a conversation between these people. I mean, it needs some structure, but like I've listened to some that are, I'm just like, oh, okay, because they're just like. Yeah, there are so. some that have a lot of people that listen to them that we can't stomach because. Yeah. Like but, what? <laughs> nope, we're not answering that. We're not telling you <laughs> who. <laughs> we will just say there are some podcasts that are very popular. You get a lot of downloads that. Yeah. You know, that are kind of dry, kind of snoozy. And you would think that they would be funner, and that's what we try to do is try not to be so... Too serious? Yeah, too serious. Just well, have part fun. Of it, part of it is because we're talking about pop culture. So, I yeah. mean, you can't be very serious when you're talking about, you know, is Tom Cruise going to be the next Green Lantern, you know? And something we did, we tried to do like five shows a week <laughs> because we were trying to get all the stuff out to everybody, and you tend to it becomes burn out <laughs> yeah you get burnout. out it becomes work and not that works bad it just becomes too much work for him to come up with stuff and for us to, to get everybody together because you're not going to walk into every podcast five days a week like bum, 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 i've got all the funny stuff and i've got all the great <laughs> stories you know you got life and so narrowing it down to one or two shows a week or even bi-weekly, a lot of them are bi-weekly, yep. and it gives you time to build up some stuff and kind of get that energy, like, yeah, we're doing it Friday, I can't wait, you know, it's Tuesday and we're almost there, you know. So you're excited about stuff as opposed to, okay, here's show number three, great, how's everybody doing, wonderful, you know. All right, let's get through this one so we can get back to life, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would start off with no more than one a week. Yeah, for sure. And do it, again, like he, he's been telling you, do it for your passion, because you may think, well, there's like six of us here in Springfield that are into this. That's great, but there's billions of people on this planet. And I assure you, someone in Germany is interested in what you're thinking You'd about. You'd be surprised. Someone, yeah. someone in Australia is that we have had people download our stuff from different countries. And so if you think small... <laughs> Until Kenny offends them. <laughs> if, they don't like my, if they don't like my accent that I try to do, that's not my problem. But, uh, but no, it, it, so there's people that are interested. So And in more obscure stuff, possibly, that you're into, people are like, oh, hey, there's a podcast about this kind of stuff. That's kind of cool. Yep. They, they'll give you a listen, or they'll listen a couple times, then they'll come back to you or whatever. So. Or they don't, and it doesn't yeah, matter. It's, it's fine. fine. 
Yeah, do because it. Because you're not doing it for them, you're doing it for you. Exactly. As soon as you start doing it for other people, it's, it's no not going to be what you love anymore. So. Yep. What other questions? Here comes a question in the back. Hi, I was actually wondering how you guys met. Well, we, <laughs> my wife gave birth to him oh. <laughs> and her. So I was yeah. not in the room for that. So I met him when he came. Well, we know. And Joey and I worked <laughs> together at a pizza place back when. We back were in, you were you were graduated from high school. I was in yep. high school, and uh, yeah, we worked at a pizza place, and um, that was good stuff. I mean, we. Yeah. That's how this. That's kind of how this started. I mean, we would spend hours in the pizza place. You want to meet the goofiest people you've ever met? Go to, <laughs> go to a pizza, pizza place. place. They're all the same people. Yeah. All goofy. <laughs> you can walk into any pizza place yeah. and pick out the names of who goes with what like personality. People. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, what that, that, that's how it kind of started for us is we started talking about all the cool stuff that we were into back then. And so this would have yeah. been in the like mid-90s probably. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> we – that's when the Star Wars was like, hey, now somebody else owns the license for Star Wars. So they start making all new Star Wars toys. So we would be like pulling all-nighters, driving around Springfield, hitting all the – it's like, okay, Kmart opens at 7 a.m. It's 5.30 now. We we're can go get some breakfast. Center, yeah. We're going to hit this super center. So now what's our podcast? It's about pop culture and stuff. So, I mean, we have some of those stories that we can go back and tell. So, I mean, that's how we started. We we have the thing of we're older, so we... We have more experiences. ...can pull from some of that stuff, and, I mean, we've all done stuff in life, so I'll go on for eight minutes about how wonderful Indianapolis is, <laughs> you know, which... I'll get shut down for trying to say something <laughs> bad about Indianapolis. But just silly stuff like that, but we also stay up on... You know, like the CW shows and the Netflix, Netflix and the Hulu. you know different things, movies, video can, games. Stuff we'll, like that. Yeah, we'll go out and watch. Yeah, we'll all go together and watch Solo, and then come back and record a podcast about what we thought about Solo. Or yeah, so we we don't just we're not just limited to well back in my day we used to you know that kind of stuff. We actually try to stay current on stuff because we still love it. Yep. You know, yes, we're our age, but we still love all the stuff that you guys love. So yep. Very good. What other questions do you have? Nothing, Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu is questioned out. <laughs> what about you, Harley? Anything? You got any questions? No? no. Your hair is doing some crazy stuff. I love it. <laughs> Whenever you start That's shaking right. it, that was, there you go. <laughs> I, was about, I was talking about his. Oh, I was talking about hers. <laughs> no, his hair is cool. It's got that fun stuff going on in the front. Any other questions? Anything you've ever wanted to know that we may have to, we may be able to answer. The answer, why are we here? So you guys said that uh, nine out of ten times people say yes, but has anybody ever said no and you were like really disappointed, like you really wish you could have talked to them or had them on the show? I mean, people will say no, but with us, we don't take it personally. It's like, oh, this would be cool. Most of the time we don't get no, actually. Most of the time yeah. we, get, we get nothing. We get silence. Yeah. Hey, do you want to do this? <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah there have been times where we've gone after someone and they've said they've not said anything or they've said yeah sure but then they just couldn't make it happen we don't take it personally i mean because this is what <laughs> we're sometimes we go out we go after the big fish and if you don't catch the big fish that's fine but a lot of times you know that person will say no but they'll know somebody else that will or yeah i, I think mean, that comes a lot from and we're very much 
put ourselves out there. Yeah. And we've kind of always been that way. Yep. And so I've heard no many times from, <laughs> from many things employers from... or you know whatever the thing is. So you just get to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, you know, because there's a million other chances to do something else or a million other people to interview or whatever. So it's like, fine, you, you know, t for us, if you say no or you don't answer, it's your loss because we could have maybe pulled something awesome out of you that you didn't know you were wanting to talk about and other people would have enjoyed too. So, okay, we'll move on to the next person. But yeah, we don't take it personally or anything. No. It's just, if you don't, then you don't. If you do, then you do. Cool. If you do, then we're going to have some fun. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Oh, um, what is the most obscure thing you like? The most obscure thing you like? Uh, Remember, PG-13. <laughs> uh, okay, that narrows it down. <laughs> I'm down to three well, things now. For a while, uh, I would say uh, it wasn't technically obscure, but I, I absolutely love Monster Hunter. And it's recently gotten more mainstream attention thanks to Monster Hunter World, but I've... I picked up uh, Monster Hunter for you and Monster Hunter Generations, and I've put over 200 hours in each of them. So, I don't know. I, you could call that obscure or whatever. So, how about you? What obscure thing do you like? <laughs> Hold that microphone up close so we can hear your answer. I was hoping you'd give me an answer because I do not have an answer for you. I have an answer, but go ahead. <laughs> I want to hear your answer first. Well, you see, I really like this game series called Odd World. Uh huh. Uh, ever heard of it? Yeah. What do you like about it? <laughs> I just like the dark tone and how it like makes you think about some real world problems that you wouldn't think otherwise. Like, oh, I don't know, in the first game, uh, fast food's the main one. Mm -hmm. And a meat. Very good. That's a good answer. Most obscure, only because it's new. Probably Midnight Task Force. We uh, got a chance to talk to uh, the publishers and one of the writers at Mad Cave Studios, uh, comic book creators down in Miami. And uh, one of those things where just, hey, you want to check out our stuff? Sure. And we got to sit down and read some through their stuff. And like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then we got to talk to them. And because we're about the same age, a lot of the same touchstones, cultural touchstones that we saw, they were like, yeah, we were thinking about this. And we're like, yeah, we know. We got that when we read it. So. Um, but that's the latest book they've got coming out, and it's pretty cool. It's kind of a more mature, adulty one, but you can pick that up in comic book stores. I think the first three are out, out of five so far. Any other questions? Go ahead. Don't be shy. This is only going out across the world. <laughs> like no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Um, do you have a favorite memory from a con or just something absolutely ridiculous that you've seen? <laughs> yes, but I can't yes. share it in this room. <laughs> That's a PG-13 room. <laughs> well, like, what I thought was really cool is the celebrities that you will see. Because, like, in Planet Comic Con, the one thing we all share is human beings. We have to go pee. <laughs> so you uh, pee next to some celebrities and when you go to a comic book convention you, you pass them if you're going to the restroom I've passed by the gentleman who played Chewbacca uh, and like hey you know and so many <laughs> other different people uh, Ming Chen from Comic Book Man we sat and had a nice little conversation because we were looking at the Batmobile and he come up and start talking to us Jay from Jason Mewes from 
Jay and Silent Bob, <laughs> you know. I've got some stories, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just seeing those kind of people. And when you you have that opportunity, if you see them and they're not signing autographs, they're not whatever, you've caught them With in their the guard down. World, yeah. you know. And you can just be like, what's going on? And they're just like, well, hey. You know, and you go, oh, yeah, that's right. These are people. So it's neat to have those kind of conversations. Hey, I didn't turn my That's right. He didn't turn his off either. <laughs> yeah. so, He's professional. He's been doing this for months. For me, that and then, like, what was that triangle triangle head? Oh, that? pyramid head. Pyramid head, yeah. Uh, like, one of the cons we went, somebody did a pyramid head costume. Was amazing. Like, they went all out. And I had no idea who that was. But I was like, that is so, so I took a picture of him and showed him. And he's like, oh, my God, that's awesome. So I, I love the costumes. When people go all out, I love when people do simple because that's who they want to be and everything. That's awesome, too. But I love when people go all out and get to his cool. To build on to uh, kind of what my dad was saying, um, I, I love uh, seeing people in costumes that, like, are, are from not necessarily, like, the mainstream ones, like – of course, you see like Harley Quinns and stuff like that, which which is awesome. But like, I I found a few JoJo's Bizarre Adventures cosplayers, like Kakyo and Dio stuff like that. I'm like, that's awesome. And then like even seeing like really well done Bloodborne like characters are just like, I I I find that so amazing. I love just going to cons and seeing stuff like that. Yeah, back when Cuphead first got started, you'd see oh, yeah. a few Cupheads walking around oh, the yeah. floor. Uh-huh. That was always fun, too. Um, yes, I have stories. But they are not, again, some of those <laughs> cannot be shared in a PG-13 environment. So we'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. Anybody else got anything? Any questions, questions, comments, concerns, Come on, you got a question. suggestions. What do you got? <laughs> All right. Well, then I think that's probably a good time to start wrapping this thing up. So we appreciate everybody that's joined us today. Um, if you have questions down the road, you're like, hey, I'm kind of getting into this, but I don't know what resources to go to. You can absolutely uh, hit us up and we'll share whatever information we can with you. Uh, we've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. We have an email. We have a phone number you can call. You can call us up and ask, hey, I can't get this to work. I can't guarantee you we can answer it, but we can try. Um, so we have a table out here and we'll be out here till five, which is another 10 minutes. So we're going to leave this room and go out there. Um, yeah, just stop by and say hi. And just, you know, like I said, grab a card because it has all of our contact stuff. <laughs> Whose phone is ringing? Um, so yeah, you can, you can get a hold of us anytime on social media, email, that kind of stuff. And we'll help you out and answer what questions you have, but, uh, come by and grab a card from us. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Appreciate yeah. it. So for Pop Goes Culture Podcast, I have been Joey Mills with, today I'm with geekdad.com. And we have? Can you write with Freedom Hunter Graphics? Odin Wright with Stuff and Things. Stuff and Things. Stuff so and things. come on out and uh, say hi to us before you guys leave oh, today, all right? Thanks, thanks a lot for coming out, guys. Thank you. Thanks.